the reason why I think we're unique is it really, um, it sits in this white space of, of really bringing fun and happiness back into brands, right? Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Well, hello, everyone. Dr. Lisa Faust here with Diversify RX, and I have got a little bit of a different episode for you today. I have got Quan with me from Prickly, which is probably a product you have not heard of before, but uh, I met him on LinkedIn after seeing his post and seeing that he was a pharmacist and now he was like owning a beverage company. And I just thought that was a really cool story. So I reached out to Quan, and now here we are doing a podcast because I think his product is really unique and something that you can bring to your community um, and offer something that is cash-based revenue. We're always talking about that. Obviously, beverages are cash-based revenue. A lot of people come to the pharmacy and grab a drink. Uh, but I wanted to dive into you know, a little bit of Quan's journey and then maybe how you might want to start selling this product in your pharmacy. So thank you, Quan, for joining me today and talking about Prickly. Um, let's start off with a little bit of a background because you're, you're a PharmD and now you're running a beverage company. And so tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. It's a pleasure to be here today and, and to speak to my, my colleagues and peers in the pharmacy world. So uh, yes, absolutely. I'm a pharmacist. I, I graduated 2015 from the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy in Baltimore. Uh, an amazing time. Um, and, I, and I loved my pharmacy education there. I think it really kind of contributed to this journey here today as well, uh, naturally, because, you know, I think a lot of pharmacists, as, as you know, listeners in this podcast can attest to are entrepreneurs by by nature. So um, after pharmacy school, I had actually started to work in the biotech industry and moved up to Boston um, and spent about, I would say, seven years in various roles within different companies uh, in that space and, you know, continue to develop those skills that, you know, initially started to foster in pharmacy school. That was communication, strategic thinking, business savviness, and really understanding, you know, health and wellness from, from offering, um, you know, products to, to patients on a population-based level. And in that journey, you know, um, we realized that we, we had a, a way to probably impact uh, consumers and patients in a more direct way um, and still leverage that health and wellness passion that we have, but in a very creative way that maybe celebrated a little bit more of our personal journeys. So my partner and I, both pharmacists, uh, Mo grew up in Lebanon, and, uh, you know, he used to have the prickly pear cactus, which is the hero ingredient of all of our products at prickly um, all the time as a kid. And his grandma would make a ton of different recipes with it. They would just fight over every last drop of cactus water that his, his grandparents would make, his grandma would make. And, um, you know, eventually, many, many years down the road, when we were doing our fellowships up in, in Boston, he saw the prickly pear cactus at our local grocery store. And so just in the moment of nostalgia, he decided to kind of bring it back home do his best attempt at grandma's recipe. And once we tried it, we were just blown away by how, how amazingly delicious it was, how beautiful the liquid was. It was this gorgeous magenta color. And then the natural, you know, pharmacy kind of lens kicked in when we looked at the research and we found that it had all these nutritious benefits. Um, you know, it was almost like a natural sports drink, right? It's got electrolytes, antioxidants, vitamin C. It had half the sugar of a, of a coconut water, a fifth of the sugar of a Gatorade. And it just made a lot of sense that we could really infuse our, again, creative personality into this, this product that represented who we were. 
um, but also just, you know, offered a health and wellness benefit to, to people to consume something that was fun, delicious, and good for them. So that's really how Prickly all started and, and how we really leveraged a lot of our uh, skills that we gained from being pharmacists and, um, you know, in, in, in a way that was, again, creative and entrepreneurial, just like all of your listeners. No, I, I love the story. And I think what caught my eye on for you guys was your comparison to coconut water, because I tried, especially when I moved to Florida for years, I tried to like coconut water. I was like, oh, this is the thing. Everybody was drinking it. And I just thought it was awful and I just never could do it. But I used to like try to convince myself, oh, but it's good for you, you know, and like, you know, you, you choke it down. And so when I saw you're like, hey, this is way better than coconut water. I was like, oh, tell me more. So tell us a little bit about what is, you know, you mentioned about the electrolytes and half the sugar of coconut water and a fifth of the sugar of Gatorade. Do you consider prickly like a health drink or is it just a more, you know, drink it for hydration, drink it for an enjoyment and you, you know, you also get some of these other stuff. Yeah, I think I think really nowadays, I think the culture has shifted where health is table stakes. And I think we see that in all capacities. I'm sure um, the business owners and pharmacists on this call would, would attest to that. You know, I think everything that that's made from a food perspective is is basically a, a health product, right? It has to be a natural product. Otherwise, it, it's, it's hard to exist. And it doesn't really the question is, does it deserve to exist? We have enough unhealthy products, right? Um, but I think one of the things that makes us unique, um, and we really look at ourselves as like a natural hydration beverage, almost like a natural sports drink. The reason why I think we're un unique is it really, um, it sits in this white space of, of really bringing fun and happiness back into brands, right? Because in that journey of health, uh, what happened is I think a lot of, a lot of the brands that we all grew up with, you know, um, you know, if you think about the, the Kool-Aids and, 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 and like, you know, the Tangs and like even, even, even the sodas and things of that nature in the past, growing up, brands were so fun and they had a lot of personality. And of course, that also represented unhealthiness, right? And so over time, what, what happened in the industry is it shifted to really create these products that were quote unquote clean. You can almost picture what a clean fridge looks like in your head. Uh, at least an Instagram fridge, right? And then, you know, I think, I think what happened is a lot of those products ended up losing that that element of fun and personality in favor of of maybe, maybe communicating a laundry list of benefits. And now we're at a point where that all starts to feel the same, you know. And so what you're starting to see is a lot of consumers that are like, yeah, I mean, I want to drink out like you know, good products for myself, but it's just like, it's not, they've lost the personality, they've lost the, the connection with the brand that, that we used to grow up with. And so the opportunity today is really creating brands that do invoke emotional feelings and, and, and brand connections, but knowing that as a consumer, you're getting a product that's good for you, right? You're getting a product that's low in sugar, you're getting products that it's full of these natural benefits, electrolytes, antioxidants, vitamin C. Um, so, you know, it's good for you, but you don't have to sacrifice you know, the, the fun and the emotional connection that is what really builds brand loyalty and gets that repeat customer sales uh, engine going for, for, your, uh, for your customers. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're going for, right? As a business owner, you're trying to create retail space that's going to continue to, to, to pay for itself over time. So um, that, that happens through brand connection. And I think that there's a really interesting opportunity now where, you know, we are kind of going back to some of those trends. And, and what that means for Prickly, at least, is, you know, we, we celebrate the cactus and the cactus represents resilience uh, because it looks like a human that's just like winning in the desert, the hardest <laughs> environment ever. And I think that that's something that we can all connect with over the last few years. Um, but really what resilience means to us is that is that, you know, we live in a, in a day and an age in 2022 where we just 
aren't given the permission to be happy anymore. And so a lot of our products are about celebrating happiness, about saying, look, at the end of the day, we're a refreshing, delicious drink. If you can't have a moment of happiness with that, then when do you have permission to be happy? So all of our products really kind of pay homage to that, that level of resilience um, and really create products and moments that, as we say, delicious moments of happiness from the sustainable and, and resilient cactus. So that's what we're all about. Well, you do a very good job on that because I was smiling as I was looking through your website. There, there is there is that emotion. And I think that's actually a really important lesson for pharmacy owners. Um, you articulated that beautifully over the last couple of minutes that I want to drive the point home just to anybody listening. Bring your personality into your brand. I talk with pharmacy owners a lot about that, that, you know, pharmacy doesn't have to be this stuffy, clinical, boring, you know, everybody in a white coat and, and you know, walking very, very stiffly. Um, it can be fun. And that when I started my own pharmacy, that was what is important to me is like, I wanted it to be fun. I learned long ago, you know, you spend more time with your people at work than you do with your people at home. And, and you know, you need to enjoy it. And I think that there's a lot of independent pharmacies out there that have lost their identity, lost that brand connection. Uh, they they have forgotten what it's like to have fun and and be that. And, and, you know, I do that in my own brand at Diversify. I mean, I say the word howdy all the time, and that's how I, I say hello to people. And, you know, it may, it may seem small and it may seem trivial, but that's who I am. So therefore, that's who my brand is. And, you know, I could tell just from the little bit of times that we've spoken that, you know, prickly is a, a reflection of you. And I think it's also a great tie into pharmacy owners because, boy, pharmacy owners need to be that cactus in the desert right now. It is tough time for pharmacy owners. And, you know, yes, prickly is a great product. And I think pharmacy owners should carry this and sell it to their consumers and get everybody addicted to cactus water. But on the other side, I think that representation of the cactus is a perfect analogy for what pharmacy owners are going through right now. It's it's tough. Profits are dwindling. DIR fees are increasing. Audits are increasing. I mean, all the things against us just keep getting stacked higher and higher. But yet, when you're resilient and you're willing to push through and you're willing to do the tough things, um, there's there's this beautiful fruit on the other side, and you know it really does you know really does make it all worthwhile. And so I I love that that story because I think it fits beautifully with pharmacy owners right now as well. Yeah, and and I think you touched on some really really important points, right? From even observing it from from um, this perspective and looking at at our industry. Um, I think that independent pharmacy owners just have such a unique position to really redefine what pharmacy means. You know, I don't think that that's going to come from these chain pharmacies like like the CVS, Rite Aids and Walgreens. They, they have to play it, quote unquote, safe or at least, quote unquote, a specific vision of what pharmacy looks like. And I think that that's really where, again, the white space is for independent pharmacy owners. They don't have to play that same game. To your point. The neighborhood pharmacy is a, is, a, is an opportunity to really inspire a certain level of, of brand identity and and you know human con, you know connection with these patients that is so different and so much more refreshing than going and walking into a CVS you know and I think that that's really to your point where where the opportunity is um, especially as as things do get more challenging I think the competitiveness of an independent pharmacy is the fact that you can have that connection you know at the end of the day no nobody really wants to go to a pharmacy, right? I mean, going into a pharmacy isn't the, the, the activity of choice on like a Saturday. You're going because you need to go to a pharmacy, right? And so the white space opportunity is to say to yourself as an owner, okay, well, if somebody needs to come here, 
how do I focus on that, that patient, but also that customer experience that is so much more different than a CVS or a Rite Aid, because that ultimately is the premium that they're willing to pay to come to me because I have that relationship or I have that atmosphere that I've created where I've taken away this, you know, almost sometimes sterile feeling that you might have when you think about a pharmacy. And now you've instilled your personality, you've really instilled that neighborhood into pharmacy that I think is the bread and butter and foundation of, of independent pharmacy that will always be the, the white space and the, um, the silver bullet that, that independent pharmacy owners have over these chains. They, that will always be the advantage that they have. And I think the more, you know, as an industry, uh, you know, we lean into that, the more, um, you know, you'll see, you'll see that with those returning customers and you'll see that loyal community continue to form because they're, they're there for you. They're not there for just the prescriptions. Yeah, no, I think customer experience is spot on. And, you know, your customer experience of the drink is that happiness moment that this is a delicious beverage, you know, take that moment and be happy. And I think too many times pharmacy owners think about the customer experience in just the dispensing process. Oh, we got them the right med. You know, we got it to them in a few minutes. Everything's okay. The customer's happy. There's actually so much more to the experience of a pharmacy. It's the look, it's the feel, it's the smells, it's your decorations. You know, in my pharmacy, we always had coffee waiting for them. We had cookies, we had balloons for the kids. We had, you know, all kinds of things that really led to the full customer experience that when we plotted our customers on a map, most of our customers drove by, we, we counted one time, like 50 other pharmacies to come to our pharmacy. You know, we were in a pretty dense, you know, large uh, uh, population area. And so they had to drive by lots of other choices. And, you know, what was the reason why they did that is because of that customer experience. And so I think that's a really good lesson for pharmacy owners. So um, let's shift over to talking a little bit about the drink. So, you know, it comes in a can, you know, is it carbonated? What is, what is a cactus water taste like? You know, let's, let's get into a little bit of like the, you know, the drink. Absolutely. So, I mean, prickly, as we mentioned, it's almost like a natural sports drink. It's, it's probably the most hydrating and, and chuggable drink that, that people may have never had before. It's so light. It's so refreshing. Um, it's got little, you know, flavors of berries, uh, of watermelon, and it's just really, really easy to, to, to drink. You know, each can's only 40 calories. It's not carbonated. So it's just like this perfect beverage for, for people to, to remain hydrated, whether it's like after a workout, uh, you know, whether it's just in the middle of the day, whether it's paired with lunch or even to be used as a mixer for your morning smoothies, right? To add a little bit of extra electrolytes, immunity boost, vitamin C, antioxidants uh, to that mixture or in the evening when you just want to wind down with a little bit of a mocktail or a cocktail. Those are all different options and, and versatile ways that you can consume this beverage. Um, but, but overall, yeah, it's just, it's, it's delicious. And I think that that's the one thing that we always hear from customers is just how refreshing the product is and how unique and delicious the, the product tastes. Awesome. So if you're listening to this and you want to carry prickly in your pharmacy, um, Quan and I have worked out a process to where you can purchase it and you get a discount and that way you're able to resell it in your pharmacy and uh, make a fairly decent product off of something that is unique that um, they're not going to find at Walmart. They're not going to find at the dollar store. They're not going to find um, really anywhere else. I mean, you are, you're launching kind of the cactus water segment, if you will. And so um, the website is prickly.com, which is P-R-I-C-K-L-E-E. 
lisa20.com and we'll put all of this information down in the notes. And if you use the discount code lisa20, um, that's my first name, L-I-S-A, and the numbers two zero, you will save 20% on your order. Um, and then you can order a minimum of three cases. You can pick different flavors. You can pick all the same flavor. You know, I would honestly start with different flavors. That way you kind of figure out what you like, what your staff like, what your customers like, um, and uh, give it a try and get it shipped directly to you. So um, Quan, I'm so excited to watch you on your journey. I mean, I'm certainly not the first one to talk to you about this. You've been on a little show called Shark Tank. You've been on some news shows. Um, I'm so excited to see pharmacists just be successful in any way, shape, or form. Um, you certainly have taken an alternative path, um, such as many of us pharmacy owners. You know, pharmacy ownership is not the typical path that most pharmacists go down. And so there are a lot of lessons, both good and bad, that we learn along the way. So thank you for sharing uh, some of your wisdom. Thank you for sharing about your product. And um, can't wait to just see you know what the future holds for you because i am sure that it is bright so thank you so much thank you so much for the opportunity lisa and yeah looking forward to working with all of your community members and getting a product that's made by a pharmacist into into their uh into their shops and i think that could be a really really fun story to be able to share with your consumers um and just kind of again to your point highlight just how diverse and resilient pharmacists truly are um and so we can just help to lift one another up but thank you again for the opportunity Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a Pharmacy Badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.